This is Brain Diet, episode number 35. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. Hey, everyone. I am coming at you from my closet. <laughs> I had someone tell me the other day they said you should film yourself recording these podcast episodes and you could upload it for people to watch you speak and to watch you record this content and I had to laugh because I as much as I wish I could always be recording these episodes in my beautiful office in the middle of the day with the sunshine behind me it's just not really how things end up shaking out (laughs) I've got my kids and sometimes there are piano lessons in the background and so I have to be in the car and sometimes the kids are playing out in the yard and it's filled with screams and shrill shrieks and things and so I have to come into my closet to record and I love it but it would look ridiculous if we were to film something like this but maybe that's all the more reason to film it I guess right (laughs) I don't know but I'm sitting here surrounded by all my favorite clothes and shoes, and it's quite a pleasant place to be recording this episode. So this week it's my closet, next week it might be my car again, and the week after that, who knows? Maybe somewhere more adventurous, my laundry room, perhaps. I don't know, we'll find out. (laughs) But today we are talking about when someone annoys you. Interactions are part of our humanity. We are interacting with other people in different ways, always. And so I find that interactions can be a really revealing place when it comes to our mental health. We can learn a lot about ourselves in the way that we relate to other people. And we are a tribal people. It's part of our survival. We depend on being together and united in order to survive. And though we aren't tribes fighting for our lives like we used to be back in the cave days, we still rely on tribes. And tribes are such an amazing part of being human, building a team of people that works in your favor and helps you live an authentic life. But oftentimes, we build our tribe whether it's intentional or unintentional, and we come across other humans that annoy us. So I'm here to tell you today what to do when another person annoys you. So what makes a person annoying? It's just them, right? It's just an annoying person with annoying characteristics? Well, actually, wrong. That's not what makes an annoying person. Would you believe me if I told you that it's your thoughts about the person that makes them annoying? What would you think if I told you that? What if that were true? That your thoughts about another person is what makes them annoying to you? This actually is the case. And I will tell you why. It's not actually possible for someone to annoy you. And this is amazing news, right? We're going to talk about this, why this is such amazing news. Because in reality, you are merely in the presence of someone. Like think of someone that annoys you. You might be in their presence. So you have the person 
and then you have your thoughts about the person. They are two very different things. I have a really good friend who gets so annoyed with her brother-in-law and she talks to me about it and just describes how annoying he is. And though sometimes I have been in the same room when she is with him and being annoyed by him, I didn't feel annoyed. I actually didn't even care about his behavior. In fact, it was kind of amusing. It's because I was having different thoughts about him and his behavior. So I want you to see, if this were true, consider this for a minute, why this is amazing news. Because if it were fact that someone were annoying to you, then you would have to control a lot of things outside of you and a lot of people outside of you in order to not feel annoyed. When in reality, if it's just the way you're thinking about another person, your thoughts about their behavior that annoy you, then you don't have to control anything but your own brain. So it can't be a fact that someone is annoying or else every person on planet Earth would agree that it was so or every person on planet Earth would feel annoyed around this person. But just as with my friend and her brother-in-law, I could be in the same room with her and him and I didn't feel annoyed. Fascinating, right? So let's say you have someone that you are feeling annoyed around. Feeling annoyed isn't a problem. It's not a problem that we need to solve. It's just an emotion that you're feeling, annoyance. Part of being a human is experiencing annoyance sometimes. But when it becomes a problem is when you give the other person credit for why you're annoyed. When we do this, we give away all our power. When we blame other people for why we're feeling annoyed with them, we give them all responsibility for how we feel. And that's really tricky because if other people are responsible for how we feel, then we're going to have a really hard time feeling the way that we want because controlling other people, as much as I wish it were possible, actually isn't possible. So this is why if there is a person that annoys you, taking ownership over that annoyance as you being the one creating it, is one of the most powerful things you can do for yourself. You can say, I'm annoyed and that's okay. It's not their fault. It's coming from the way that I'm thinking. And that is amazing news because I have all the control in the world over the way that I think. At the end of the day, people are allowed to do whatever they want. I want you to hear me here. This is so important to understand. People are allowed to do whatever they want. We have free will and so do other people. And this doesn't mean that there won't be consequences for what we do and what we want to do, but people are always allowed to do whatever they want to do. So if this is true and we can accept this to be true, when we are feeling annoyed with another person, it's useless to wish they were different because they are allowed to do whatever they want to do. Now, this doesn't mean that you can't choose who you want in your life. This doesn't mean that just because we are the creator of our own annoyance that we should just be walked all over by people who might trigger thoughts that create the feeling of annoyance within us. But we have to be very mindful as to where we give our power when we decide who we want to surround ourselves with. I always think of the example of social media. There are so many accounts 
that I used to follow that I would get so annoyed with. And it's because of the way I was thinking about those accounts because other people followed those accounts and loved them and really benefited from following them and viewing their content. But I am mindful of different situations that it's more difficult for me to manage my mind around. There are certain accounts that it's very easy for me to slip into annoying myself with how I'm thinking. It's very easy for me to slip into criticism or self-doubt or other types of emotions based on what I'm seeing. And it's all created by my own thinking, but sometimes I don't want to give myself that work to do if I don't have to. So I'm very deliberate about what social media accounts I follow so that I give my brain all of the opportunities to think thoughts that create emotions that I deem useful for myself. But I always make sure that I have an empowering reason for deciding to follow or unfollow an account or a person. And it's because I'm taking responsibility for myself. I'm not taking responsibility for how other people behave and for how other people feel. I recognize that I create the feeling of annoyed when I see these posts because of the way that I'm thinking. So I take responsibility for me and then make a decision from that place of empowerment. I'm deciding to take responsibility for myself and just let the other people be who they are going to be. It's a beautiful thing. So if you notice that you are around a person and you are feeling annoyed, it's likely that you're not managing your own mind and taking responsibility for your own behavior and your own feelings. When we can take ownership over our feelings, it liberates us from having to feel victim to other people's behavior. There's no upside to believing that other people cause our feelings or that other people can annoy us because it completely disempowers us. It takes away our ability to be in charge of our life. So if you're feeling annoyed, I would encourage you to examine what it is that you're thinking about this person that's making you feel so annoyed. I want to give you some tips and tricks that can help you really take ownership over the way that you feel about a person that can separate you a little bit from the person, just enough separation so that you can really see that you have a choice to think about them in any way that you want. An example that I use often in my coaching is when we go to the zoo, we go with such curiosity and amazement and entertainment, and we look at the animals and are just so curious about them and why they're doing what they're doing, and we'll sit and look through the glass and just be totally amazed and amused and really enjoy ourselves as we're looking at all of the animals at the zoo. So sometimes when we are feeling really, really charged in relation to a person, when we're feeling really annoyed with a person, sometimes we're too close to it to really understand that we're the one that's creating our annoyance and not the other person. And so sometimes I'll use this example of the zoo. Like if we were to take a step back, if we were to imagine that this person we're annoyed with was a zoo animal, Instead of being annoyed with their behavior, we would be so curious and fascinated. And this isn't to say that we would be condescending necessarily. It would be coming from a place of genuine curiosity where we're like, wow, look at this 
lion that is wrestling with another lion and biting its neck and jumping on top of the other one. And isn't that so interesting that they behave that way? Because what happens is in our lives, metaphorically, we jump into the cage with the lions and we're like so afraid and so concerned and so annoyed and all of the emotions come up because we're in the cage with the lion. But the second we step out of the cage for a minute and we put a pane of glass in front of ourselves and we just observe this person with genuine curiosity, it helps remove some of the emotion a little bit. It helps us see that it's actually just a animal being an animal doing what they do and we just get to decide how it is we want to relate to this animal. The next way you can relate to another person or perceive another person that can sometimes help give us enough separation to help us take some authority over our emotions is if you were to watch that person in a movie or a TV show, your response to them would be totally different. Like I think of keeping up with the Kardashians and the drama that ensues on that show and millions of people tune in every week to watch them do that. It's fascinating, it's entertaining, it's amusing, it's so fun to watch this behavior. But you have to imagine, like, if there were a person doing that in your own life, you would likely be feeling really annoyed and you would be so close to it and you would be giving them all the credit for how you're feeling and it would just be way too emotional to even see it as you being the creator of it, right? So then if you were to take a step back and watch these people, just like they're one of the Kardashians, it can help us get some curiosity, enough curiosity to help us get just the edge of authority that we need over our own emotions to not then give our power away. And let's also consider too that keeping up with the Kardashians wouldn't be as successful if there weren't all sorts of drama and crazy things happening. Like sometimes I like to have people like that in my life. It's very entertaining and fun and adds a lot of color that otherwise wouldn't be there. So instead of feeling annoyed, I just embrace that there is so much to be added through this drama or what have you about their behavior. And the last perspective that you can consider when dealing with other people who might annoy you is I had coached a woman the other day who her father-in-law would come into the house and just be very loud. And he would complain and he would speak at a volume that was 150% of normal speaking volume. (laughs) And she was so annoyed with him that every time he would come over to the house and he would be this loud and he would complain and he would criticize and he just would kind of be this negative Nancy. And she would get so annoyed with it. And so she came to me with this situation and I said, listen, if a dog came over to your house and started barking and going all through the rooms in your house, you wouldn't necessarily be annoyed. You'd be like, yeah, that's just what dogs do. They bark sometimes. They go explore the house. But you wouldn't be in this emotional turmoil about a dog that came over and was just being a dog. People get to behave whatever way they want to, just as dogs get to do whatever it is that they want to. So instead, when we can accept that other people behave exactly how they're going to behave, They make choices because they want to. Our job is to take ownership over ourselves and to recognize that the reason that we feel annoyed is because of the way that we're thinking about that person. And this is so great because then we can take a step back 
and we can see them as zoo animals and be very curious, or we can watch them in a movie and be entertained. Or we can imagine if they were a dog, we wouldn't probably be feeling what it is that we're feeling. I share this with you because this is such a valuable tool to consider and such an empowering perspective to try on that other people actually can't annoy you. You're the one that annoys you. And sometimes you want to be annoyed, and that's okay. Annoyance isn't a problem to be solved. But when we blame other people for how we feel, there's no upside to doing that. It doesn't help us, it doesn't help them, and it also prevents us from showing up authentically and from love. You get to decide what you think and what you feel around other people. So if you feel annoyance creeping up, I encourage you to take a step back and recognize this person is just doing what a person does, just as animals do what animals do. Isn't this great news, though, that you don't have to be annoyed around another person and that you can also decide who you want to surround yourself with in life? You have all of the power. Your brain is the most powerful machine on this earth, but you have to learn how to use it to work in your favor. And this tool of recognizing that you're the one that decides how you think and feel around another person, that's what will help you utilize your brain to serve you in the most abundant and useful way. So whether it's zoo animals or watching the Kardashians or a version of the Kardashians through another person, or whether you're just looking at them like a dog, curiosity is always the answer when it comes to other people's behavior. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.